The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your health care provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Have you ever suffered from high blood pressure, high muscle tension, especially in the midst of crisis? Have you been exhausted, insomnia, had that your head going in circles in the middle of a crisis where you had an argument with a friend, family, loved one? If you've had difficulty staying cool physically and emotionally in the midst of chaos, crisis, and catastrophe, Today is your day because we're going to discuss how to cool down in a crisis. In today's world, it's very common to see people losing it in traffic, losing it in crowds, losing it their composure when they're in a bad situation. They get bad news, the world's in a crisis, and so on. Today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you how to use mind, body, and medical intuition to cool off when your brain and body gets on fire. We're taking your calls, 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555 from within the U.S. and Canada. Internationally, you dial the country code, exit code, your country's exit code, then one U.S. country code, then 816-251-3555. And remember, unityonlineradio.org is live, yes, live, every Wednesday, 5 p.m. East, Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. West Coast Time. But you can listen to all the podcasts, including mine, Healthy Living Intuitively, of all the past shows on your favorite podcast channels, whether it's Apple, Google, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Please note, as you know, you heard the, uh, the earlier in the show, this forum is educational only. It's not intended to be a physician-patient relationship. You're not going to get a diagnosis, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy and contact your healthcare practitioner. Back away from the radio. If you're in an emergency, go to emer- immediately to the emergency room. So, How to cool down in a crisis? Well, part of our intuition, especially our body's intuition, is about emotions. Emotions occur 
at the same time in our brain body, the same time in our brain and body. You're saying to yourself, body emotions? How can a body emotion? How can a body emotion be? We have a crisis when a loved one is in pain, when we are in pain, when we suffer an upset, whether it's in a family, a relationship, money, work, parent or child. We may experience anger or fear, that emotion drip, 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 drip. And then we may get anger or sadness, a second emotion, and a third emotion. It's like a traffic jam of emotions. One car bumps the next car, bumps the next car, and then you get a traffic jam of emotions. They end up eating serotonin, neurotransmitters in your brain and body. One of the biggest things that people feel when they're in a crisis is they get mad or some people get sad. For some people, it's easier to get sad because being angry hasn't worked for them, especially if they've been in a crisis, a traumatic childhood. On the other on the other hand, for some people, it's easier to get angry or mad than sad because it's a very active emotion. You move and you feel more powerful. Some people have this simmering feeling or irritability. It's a kind of ah, feeling in your body. Then, of course, if you tuck your emotions into your body, you feel this restlessness. After a trauma, you may feel restless, tired, that backlog of emotions. I remember when we went crazy. I remember when we went cross-country into the car, we were restless. It was aggravating. We drove all day. We would get flat tires. We would not be able to do what we wanted to do. People would have fights. And we were trapped in the back seat. Invariably, the boredom, the frustration would mount. Somebody would poke somebody out of boredom and aggravation because that's what you do. Somebody starts, somebody pokes somebody and then they attack and then the other person defends themselves and they poke back. And so a fight ensues and the parent who's driving says, hey, stop it back there, stop it. And so the first person, the poker goes, well, they started it. And the other person goes, no, I I didn't, they started it. And then as you know, there's a big argument. So, really is is when we have a crisis we're trapped neither attacking nor defending is effective during a crisis neither stance is effective but it often happens when we get frightened or angry during a crisis we are trapped we feel powerless we can't change the crisis we can't figure out what to do so to change the feeling we get in the crisis We have to take that right brain emotion while it's still in our brain, name it, respond effectively, and I might add effective, and stop it. Otherwise, it goes down, 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 down into our body, and it becomes a body emotion. Yes, a body emotion. And that changes our body chemistry. How do we do that? Before it goes down into our body, we have to examine Oh my God, I want to poke someone. Oh my God, I'm frustrated. Oh my God, I want, I'm losing my mind. 
You figure out how to observe, A, B, describe, name the emotion, and C, figure out the correct way of responding. That's based on mindfulness, Thich Nhat Hanh. Easier said than done. But then, what is the effective way of acting? Well, there's a basic meltdown. Many times we don't know how to figure out how to act. In a crisis, we often get angry, aggravated, heated, frustrated, irritated, bitter, grouchy, and outraged. These are brain-body feelings of anger, and they ultimately go down into our body in the form of heat, heat, heat. There was a great song, it was, it went, I got steam, heat, and that's what happens in our body. It turns to steam and heat. Our body temperature goes up, our face flushes, and many times you may not even be aware that you're angry after a crisis at work, with a family, a girlfriend, a neighbor. You might notice that you got steam, heat. Your body might feel like it's exploding, and that's your body intuition letting you know that either a crisis is about to happen, a crisis is happening, and you're not aware of it. This is body intuition for a crisis. You might have noticed your blood pressure is going up, your heart, your chest wall feels tight, your digestive tract feels tight, and so on. You might also notice that you're not aware you're angry, but you're, well, your voice is loud, your feet are stomping, you're brooding, withdrawing, and people are asking you, why did you just slam that door? Why are you criticizing me all the time? You seem to be complaining a lot. So if your mouth and your body is acting angry, if your body is tight, your wrists are, your hands are tight, you have to ask yourself, what around me is angry? A, is this my anger? Am I intuitively picking up? Or B, is it somebody else's anger? What is causing it? Is something stopped? Am I being threatened? Is something, something disrespecting me? And so on and so on. Right now, there's a lot of crisis and upheaval in the world, whether it's finances, physical problems, viruses, a pandemic, or people fighting and separation between countries. Ultimately, we need to realize that we might be able to understand that if we get heated in the moment of the crisis, our body's going to get ignited, catch on fire, and we're going to get body inflammation. And we're going to get steam heat. Our adrenal glands are going to produce epinephrine and going to take the body fat and convert it via progesterone to excess cortisol, which is going to mess up our immune system, increasing our chance toward getting infection and so on. There's ways in which we can fix this, which I'm going to get to. I'm Mona Lisa, and we're talking about how to cool down in crisis. We will go to the first caller, Kendra, 44. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, Dr. Mona Lisa. I'm happy to talk to you. Thank you so much for calling. How can I be of help? I am curious um, about joints and tendon issues I've been having over the last three years. I actually had a tendon slowly rupture, had to get surgery, then and a couple others, like tendon sheaths, something was growing and had to get surgery on that. Um, 
I've been trying to, I've addressed it physically with um, supplements and avoiding certain medication that caused it, but I want to know maybe some emotional uh, root causes. First of all, as you know, all illness is always in part due to diet, genetics, the environment, and so on. To some degree, you can't do much about your genes. You definitely can do stuff that turns a gene on or off. That's due to viruses, diet, the environment. But you also can do something about your emotional, intuitive environment. Mm -hmm. Illness is also impacted by injury. And injury can occur by toxins and so on. Your problems, bones, tendons, is first center. And that has to do with safety and security in the world. And I look at you, Kendra. Your body has struggled with a sense of safety and security in a family. You want to give birth to something in a family. And though you have a good relationship, there's a problem with support. Somebody involved isn't able to, I don't know, have enough maturity, discipline, and responsibility as much as you. You're a very nurturing person. You're a caring person. You have a great capacity to see someone, the best potential. But you're so mothering. Your love gets in the way of you seeing a person's critical side. As a result, you'll give more support than you'll get it. And your body will let you know intuitively through bones, joints. In fact, our body is in part like a dashboard. Medical intuition is like our dashboard with warning lights. Lights will go on when we have a problem in our life that needs to attend. So just like the oil light, first center light, bones, joints, immune system, that light will go on, an illness there, will let us know, ask you, how much can I rely on someone for physical and financial support? Do they have my back? Not emotional support, not spiritual support. I'm talking about cash and carry, especially carry. Who do you live with, Kendra? Myself. No, 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 no. Kendra, Nobody. I love you. I love, no, you don't look, <laughs> Kendra, I love you more than my luggage. <laughs> okay. That's classic. You, that's why you know you have a first center issue. Because when you're in the hospital and there's a baby there and they're going to discharge the baby, they ask, who's this baby going to live with? And they never, the nurse never says by themselves. <laughs> they say with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Or they say, I'm discharging this patient. They live alone, right? 
-hmm. reason why people don't like to say the word I live alone is because they're afraid that that sounds like the word lonely. Yeah. Right? Living alone yeah. be a lonely. You get right. it? Yeah. Just like you can eat in a restaurant or you can take out. <laughs> yeah. My point is, it doesn't surprise me that you live alone. However, you're a very nurturing person. I see that you give more than you get. I see that the people that you've had in your life have been hard for you to lean on. Your last oh, yeah. significant relationship, what was that person like? Mm-hmm. Well, I have learned since that relationship that I was in a relationship with a narcissist. No, 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 no. Hey, that's not going to help you. If I hate to quote Dr. The Phil. If you can't, very if you can't, okay, okay, perfect. Third center, self-esteem, responsibility, digestion, digestive infections, immune system, okay? Mm-hmm. Liver, liver detoxification of enzymes, and uh, liver enzymes that t- detoxify meds. Are you following me? Med side effects? Yeah. Right. I th- we're going in the right direction, correct? Fatigue. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Achiness. The third center issues have to do with one person is more self-focused and irresponsible, especially with joint uh, with jobs, and the other person has a hyperactive responsibility and selfless. I would put money on the fact that you were very responsible with work, money, bills, and selfless. Mm -hmm. So you're attracted to someone who's like a shiny person, attractive, charming, charismatic, and you tended to put a blind eye to their difficult side and that they were irresponsible and had trouble carrying financial responsibility. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you use one word, narcissist. The reason why I have trouble with that label is because you need to itemize it so that you can recognize it next time. Because the Mm -hmm. word narcissist, it's harder to recognize. But you get a dating checklist. Did they pick up the bill during the first no. meal? Right. Oh, so that you go, meal, no, you meal meal go I know, but then on the first date, did not pick up check. Check. Um, did not ask me about how I felt. Check. So you're checking these mm-hmm. things off and you go, oh, you're not going to name it a narcissist. You're going to say, that's my type, which I'm trying to get rid of. Therefore, yeah. I will have no one to lean on, and they will lean on me. I look at your head. I see problems with focus, attention, sustained attention, distractibility. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. I see increased susceptibility of making antibodies against your thyroid gland, but that's not your primary problem. I wonder if people in your family end up having heart problems, strokes, and the like. I look at your left lung, right lung, Left breast, right breast, esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I see a red dotted pattern, the esophagus, stomach area. I see chronic immune system activation. In the past, I wonder if you had a problem with viruses, bacteria, or other chronic infections. I look at your 
esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal area. I see an overgrowth of bacteria in your small intestine that's better than it used to be. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. I see a genetic susceptibility to having fragile tissue. You need to check collagen genes, but also you may have a tendency of having difficulty with liver enzyme and certain drug interactions. Can you please tell me your health concerns? Yeah, so you, you mentioned the um, medication. I had Cipro and Leviquin and it kind of messed me up, my tendons and things. And um, I've had chronic Lyme disease from a tick bite. Okay, there you have, that's it. That was the chronic yeah. infection. You had chronic Lyme mm -hmm. and you had Cipro and Leviquin. That was three that, years ago. The... Right, but that causes, that can tendon select rupture. people, cause, cause tendon rupture, but only in yeah. certain people, not yeah. everybody. Not everyone. But so your I... problem initially was chronic immune system activation. You had immune system dysfunction, correct? I suspect. I didn't know it then, but now I look back and I realize that's what was going on. So in medical intuition, we call right church, wrong, same church, different pew. Now it's tendons, then it was immune system, bones, joints, blood, the immune system. It's all about families, groups of people making me feel safe and secure. And you don't. It's just you. How is your immune system now? Uh, it has gotten better. It has gotten better. Okay. I don't think I'm all the way there yet. Okay. Uh, but it has well, improved. First thing I want you to do is get a genetic test, or if you haven't already, to check to make sure you have enough it's it's okay to, re, to be missing one or two collagen genes, but enough mm -hmm. of your collagen genes. Have you had that checked? I have had the basic, you know, test, but I haven't. I don't know. I don't know what gene to look for for the collagen. It's so not for you. My... Go to somebody. Go to somebody and have them look at the different alleles. You have to be missing an awful lot of them to have problems. The second thing is. I want you to go to a nutritionist. One of, her, one of them is Heather Dane and others mm -hmm. who have had collagen problems. She has Ehrlos-Danlos syndrome mm -hmm. where they blow, blow a lot of tendons. They tend to get aortic aneurysms or strokes. They tend to get scoliosis because all of their collagen and tendons blow. So it's an okay. extreme, extreme, extreme life-threatening case of what you have. And there's okay. dietary, nutritional ways in which they help themselves keep themselves together because they also get digestive symptoms, okay? okay? But from a point of view, you also have to treat your sense of safety and security in the world because on some level, you feel better alone rather than knowing the skill on to get other people. And there must have been some crisis in the past 
were allowing someone near you left you disappointed, mm -hmm. angry, and no one would ever hurt you again. What happened? I mean, if you want to look at the near past, about 10 years ago, like that relationship was pretty destructive for me. Um, and then, you know, I kind of built my way back up. Um, and then I suspect probably in childhood, exactly. No, 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 no. Forget about childhood. So you allowed someone in your life and then yeah. they disappointed you. And so now you're not going to let anybody, that's it. You've taken your emotional marbles because you're in a way, what I call having post-traumatic relationship disorder. You have to get someone who knows cognitive behavioral therapy to help you figure out how to handle that disappointment, gain some skills, okay. better selection criteria and relationship, and get back on the relationship horse. Learn emotional re regulation for frustration and disappointment in relationship crises so you don't tuck them and your bones, joints, and immune system. Okay? Okay. Good luck. You take it easy. Thank you so much, Kendra. All right. Thank you. So when you're in a crisis like a relationship or some other or job or finance and you do get angry, the first thing you might do is attack or defend. There is something called opposite action, and this is based on cognitive behavioral therapy, DBT. There are a variety of ways in which we can handle opposite action. We could, at first, we might gently avoid the person just a little and be nice. Then there are a variety of other steps we can do, including radical acceptance. Acceptance isn't necessarily saying what happened between you and them is fair, right, or just, especially if they are, as she says, narcissistic. It's learning how to tolerate the pain in the moment so that you can pull yourself together in a healthy way to move forward. Whether it's a family member that's hurt you first under affecting your bones, joints, and immune system, whether it's a husband, wife, or partner injuring you, or finances affecting your second center hormones, or digestion, work, and so on, all of this can allow you to be have crisis and tragedy affect your health. So there are a variety of skills in which we can learn in four steps how to handle the crisis and the tragedy. When we come back, we're going to go into much more detail to know those steps. Here's the music, and you know what that means. When we come back, you're going to learn how the four steps to the mind-body inflammation after a crisis and how you can tone down or cool down after that crisis. You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. 
Well, welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Marlisa. Today's show has been dedicated to handling the health fallout from crisis, where our body and brain chemistry gets overwhelmed by an experience where we get frustrated, angry, because either we've been disrespected, we our status has been taken away or threatened, or it's something has, we've been blocked at work, some goal we've been thrown off. So we've learned that if you want to know more about the solutions to handling frustration, learning how to cool down, or this mind-body soul concern, consider getting some of the options. Go to Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa, Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa 1, or Twitter, Dr. Mona Lisa 2. Eventually, I'll have other social media that will be Dr. Mona Lisa 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. God knows how many social medias we're going to have here. You can go to my latest book, which is on sale at Hay House called Heal Your Mind. If you can't get on the line today and you want a private reading, go to www.drmonalisa.com, www.drmonalisa.com, or call 207-846-6475, 207-846-6475. And where am I going to be next? Well, once we get out of this little national and international little problem we're having with health, I have a seven-day Medical Intuition Summer Institute where you can learn how to use medical intuition to heal mind, body, and soul. You actually learn how to do a reading knowing only someone's name and age. So if you want to know more about that, go to www.drmonalisa.com. It is a certificate training program. People are interested in the certificate. If you want to know more about how crisis alters our brain and body for intuition and better connection to the divine, my upcoming book will be Mystical Molecules. So that's coming out on Hay House. In addition, every Friday I have something called TGIF, thank God it's Facebook Live Friday with Dr. Mona Lisa. It's up on my Facebook fan page, Dr. Mona Lisa, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central Time, 3 p.m. West Coast Time. We will go to line three, Tara, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Hey, Dr. Oh, no. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. How can I be of help? So basically everything you said so far, and I know there's more, um, because the overall, I want to know how to cool down in a crisis, and my body really does catch on fire so much that if I'm working with a fire of like um, even somebody from the other side, it blows up my car. Okay, well, let me let so me give you. Time. It's perfect. Okay. Let me tell you because you are perfect with this. Um, first of all, there are signs that your body is going into that. Um, if you have a plan that's gotten blocked, if you have someone you care about that's gotten threatened, someone fires you, it takes away your status, or you feel things have not turned out the way you expected, you'll notice that your thoughts start to go in a pattern of, this is unfair. I've been treated unfairly. Things should be different. I'm right. They're wrong. Things should be different. Or you start to ruminate about it. That's when you know your brain's starting to catch on fire, that your brain and body start to change in levels of serotonin and dopamine. And then, of course, when that happens, your ignition, fire, 
epinephrine from your adrenal gland starts to turn up. Cortisol from your adrenal gland starts to turn up. Estrogen dominance and testosterone dominance turns up. In Chinese medicine, they call it liver fire rising, and that's inflammation. And that's what I meant by steam heat. And that is when you need to cool down because a lot of things can happen. You notice that your body will react. One, you'll, you'll start to feel like you want to attack or go after whatever has blocked you, disrespected you. You do the opposite action. You gently, instead of attack, you avoid. It's a keto. You gently avoid the person you're angry with. And if you're stuck in a house, like in this latest health crisis, you might go to another room, use headphones, face the other way. Two, you might notice that you are pounding, breaking, slamming things because your body's adrenalated. If that's the case, you have to start to become extremely conscious. And for a while, don't move about. Sit and be mindful. Three, you might notice that actually your body is getting heated. Your brain and body chemicals are starting to change. You sit and observe, describe your body. Notice your breathing. Start to slow it down. Breathe deeply and slowly in and then slowly out. By doing that, you are resetting in and out slowly recalibrating your adrenal gland. Then finally, you might notice that the muscles are getting tight in your body from that epinephrine, the adrenal gland. Look at your hands. They might be clenched. Your fists, your neck muscles might be tight. Your lower back muscles might be tight. Stomach might be tight. Blood vessels might be getting tight by blood pressure rising. You might feel that your face is getting red, blood pressure going up. Your chest with bronchial tightness might be going up. Even your jaw and your teeth might be clenched. If that's the case, learn to do a serial relaxation technique that you can learn from a physical therapist and so on. There's even a technique called the half smile where you learn how to relax half of your face and that actually changes the mood in the other half of your body. That will help you, Tara, slowly cool the anger to serenity then you'll be able to slowly change the biochemistry good luck okay thank you so much for okay. calling that's a great thing thank you you take it easy thank you we'll go we'll go the line two sarah i mean susan line two susan yeah how can i be of help yes. thank you so much thank you so much for taking my call today i have been probably operating in a crisis situation for a while, um, maybe a, a few different ones. However, every night me, I go to let sleep. Me tell and you, I... Let me tell you what I see, okay? Okay, great. I see for a while. You have kind yes, of for... gone into survival mode and put yourself uh -huh. into a cave. In fact, that first step of anger where you have distanced yourself from a person or persons that you were angry with and tried to do nice, nice, 
you've actually done that uh, too long. Okay. You're supposed to take, when you get angry, it's important for our, it's an important part of our intuitive guidance system that lets us know that something is out of whack. We're being disrespected. We're not getting what we need in life. Someone is disrespecting us and a goal is blocked. A lot of people think anger is a bad emotion, bad emotion. I'm sure you've seen those mm-hmm. babies on a plane. They're sitting there with the mother. All of a sudden you hear, wah. First thing you think is that baby's not sitting next to me. Right. <laughs> then you hear, wah. So you think, you know, I think that baby needs to be changed. And other people are thinking uh-huh. the same. But mm-hmm. no, there's no changing occurring. Then, wah, wah. So then you're thinking, maybe it's the eating or the sleeping or something. That baby needs something. At first it was sad. Then it was angry. And now it's angrier because some need is not being met. You don't tell the baby, you don't tell the baby, you know, you're being unspiritual. Get over it. You need to be enlightened. Release the anger already. Or you need to distance yourself. Do meditative breathing exercises. Hell no. That baby needs to be fed. That's called hangry as we've heard, where people get angry and irritable when they are not getting their needs met. One of the things I was going to discuss next is if you notice that you're escalating and discharging emotion and anger more and more, that little things are setting you off, like why are people leaving the ketchup on? Why can't people put the remote back when they need use it? And things like that, uh-huh. little things. And you find mm-hmm. yourself being critical, criticizing, and little, little things are picking, aggravate you. Then you know something's wrong. You have to go down the checklist. Is something wrong okay. with your health? Do you have pain? Are you not getting enough sleep? Which is something that's happening right now, but there's a reason why you're not getting enough sleep. Do you have some okay. other physical or emotional vulnerability and you're 41 but there's another reason because mm-hmm. something is making you snap there's a famous movie called barbershop and there's a wonderful yes. hilarious there's a rapper on there called eve she's very funny uh-huh. and somebody keeps stealing her orange juice and she's known for being very snippy in fact she's that's a pun because she's a barber she has you know scissors she snips but uh-huh. she always screams and everyone laughs because they want to watch her, you know, erupt because she's always very hot with anger. And she goes, "Who's takes my orange juice? She's always screaming. And then she always yells, you're on my last nerve, which I think is hilarious because I'm a neuroanatomist. The thing is, uh-huh. that's what it is. You're on your last nerve. What is making you more vulnerable to Pick, 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 pick. Why are you so vulnerable? What has been wearing you down all this time? Why aren't you getting, like that baby on the plane, what needs aren't you getting met? What is disrespecting you? What you are been tucking in your anger for so long. Wait a minute. I see a situation in the past in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. who's icy, removed, inaccessible. And when joy 
and love don't have a um, a target. One gets frustrated, and frustration is a form of anger. I think okay. we've all heard of sexual frustration. Yes. There's also vocational frustration. <laughs> There's creative uh -huh. frustration. It literally can keep you up at night. But mm -hmm. I see a yeah, walled I off, mm -hmm. hold on, walled off, removed, because some emotional, some passion in you is trapped. And when that joy and love doesn't have an outlet, it's frustrating. Ah. Ah. Who do you ah. live with, Susan? I live with my fiance. Well then, well then, <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it when a game plan comes together? How uh -huh. long, mm -hmm. so how long have you been fianced? <laughs> uh, a year and a half, almost two years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when's the date of the nuptials? I haven't said it yet. There you go. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. Mm -hmm. You're laughing, mm -hmm. but you have insomnia. Mm -hmm. Does he live with you? Yes, he does. Okay. How mm -hmm. old your son? My son is 11. Nice. But this isn't his son. This isn't I know, his son. I know, I know he, it isn't. Mm -hmm. It's well known that it isn't. I was about uh -huh. to say your son is in puberty. Right. Yes, he he's hitting that stage right, right. like at probably as we speak. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. So he has a close tie with his ma ma mother. Uh huh. Yes. Yes, he there's does. We're very tight. Right. Very tight. So there's you and your son who are very tight, and uh -huh. there's this new guy in the wings. Mm -hmm. that you have a is a fiance. Yes. Where's the kid's yes. father? Do what? Where's the kid's father? He's around. He's very active. We co-parent pretty well together. He has an active role in in Gunner's life. Uh huh. Good. We parallel parent. We'll go with that. <laughs> I love it. Everybody's lovely. Not that wasn't that way when I grew up. It was much easier when people fought outwardly. Was out there in the open. I think. Mm -hmm. People got to sleep at night as a result. So, okay. how does your fiance and your son get along? Uh, pretty well. It's, sometimes it's like having two kids. <laughs> they get along pretty well. Yeah, they really do get along well. They do. They do good together. Okay, then why aren't you? Why don't you have a date? Uh, well, I've been married twice before, so. And you wonder, why you, when I was younger. you wonder why you have insomnia? Fear, possibly. I have I've had to crawl myself out of some situations. But I've been, I've, you know, I've made it. Yes, but one of them involved a lot of anger that you could displace on this guy. Because, in fact, you said it's like having two kids. Sometimes, uh-huh. Yeah, but you're laughing. You're using opposite emotion. Quite frankly, you're using the acute 
steps of anger. It's opposite reaction. And that's what you do in a crisis. That's great. But you're no longer in the crisis of marriage number one and marriage number two. You're now trying to create a new relationship, a new marriage. Right. And now you're in the rebuilding. Yes. And you can't use the steps on how to get over anger to rebuild. You have to figure out how to love again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's different. That is exactly right. Because he's (laughs) not your ex-husband's. That's right, thank God. But your brain and body, your brain and body have a hypervigilance as if he is. Okay. And that's why you're not getting sleep. I look at your head. I see a pressure in your head area. I can't figure out if it's vascular, hormonal, or what that is. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. I look at your heart. Mm-hmm. At times, I wonder whether it feels like your heart skips a beat, adds a beat. I mm-hmm. wonder whether female relatives in your family tend to have heart rhythm problems. I wonder yeah, if my male mother relatives, does. what kind of um, heart rhythm problem? She has like, just arrhythmia. I look at your left lung, right she... lung. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, she took like topo for a little bit, you know, but then she's okay now. You know, but she, she your... in the past, she has had arrhythmia. Okay, I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. I see increased susceptibility of having dense breasts. I see increased susceptibility. Hold on. I see increased susceptibility of having hormonally sensitive densities in both breasts, densities that your mother has as well. Mm-hmm. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. At times, I see a pressure underneath your rib cage. I see at times a capacity for abdominal distension and bloating, Mm -hmm. moodiness and irritability before your period. Mm -hmm. Do you tend to have densities in your breasts? Yeah, I have. Uh I have dense dense breast tissue. Probably all the women in my family do. Has your mother ever had a problem with that? Um, No, she's had some mammograms. Uh, She's had them come back and be suspicious, but then... Um, nothing, you know, it's just dense breast tissue. I have to watch my caffeine a little bit. Um, I'm very sensitive, very sensitive to uh, eat clean, try and eat clean. Very no, sensitive I knew that you did all that stuff. Like that. Do you get uh-huh. pressure underneath your rib cage? Yeah, I thought it was my gallbladder. I'm going to explain why in a second. And do you get moodiness okay. and irritability in the second half of your cycle? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, DHA, 1,000 milligrams. Ask your doctor about any of this before Uh you put anything in your mouth. DHA, 1,000 milligrams, three times a day, can help you with um, stabler moods. Avoid evening primrose oil because there's some studies that suggest that for some susceptible women, it may increase your chance toward concerning breast problems. Okay. Coenzyme, ask your doctor about all of this. Coenzyme Mm -hmm. Q10, 400... The 600 milligrams a day might decrease your incidence of problems in your breast areas. Notice I'm not using any diagnoses. Are you following me? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. Go to an acupuncturist and Chinese herbalist. Tell them that you have problems with insomnia, irritability, 
moodiness prior to your period, densities in your breasts, and tightness underneath your rib cage, which they call it um, liver meridian problems. Mm -hmm. Liver is irritability and moodiness. But you don't mm -hmm. look angry. You tuck it inside. There was a woman named, yeah. speaking of um, trap passions, there was a famous psychotherapist. Her name was Karen Hornay. <laughs> don't you feel uh -huh. bad for that poor woman, a last name, Karen <laughs> Hornay. You know her name was Hornay. Yeah, roughly. But, uh, you know damn well it was, but she had to change uh -huh. it to Hornay because too many people beat her up in the uh, playground. Needless to say, right. she used to say that if you have an emotion that you can't handle like anger, especially women, they tuck it in their body and it becomes depression. Mm -hmm. And in Chinese medicine, that injures your liver, injures your hormones. And that yeah. increases your chance toward having, um, it goes to your adrenal gland. Your adrenal gland takes body fat and converts it via progesterone to excess estrogen, which causes lumpiness in the breast or densities. But also excess estrogen deficient progesterone causes that moodiness or irritability because progesterone, not enough of it, it's a mood stabilizer, thus the DHA. But progesterone okay. also helps you fall asleep. It's like Xanax. Okay. So that's one of the reasons why you might have trouble falling asleep. So talk to your doctor about passion flower or uh -huh. lemon balm, B-A-L-M, is tinctures. And then if you're not already taking SSRIs, once again, ask your doctor about taking 5-HTP. 5-HTP, 100 milligrams three times a day will help you stay asleep. Passion flower and lemon balm will help you get to sleep. But ultimately, you have to talk to someone about sorting things out. Okay. Because your old frustrations about your prior two relationships could get mm -hmm. displaced on your current one and cause mm -hmm. what we call um, frustration. Because okay. you can't move forward but you can't yeah. leave mm -hmm. what's behind and you don't know what to do because he's a nice guy. I would have told you he's not, he's not the problem. No, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I know that's not uh -huh. the problem. He's not, okay. if I saw he was the problem, I would have said he's the problem. He's not believe it. I've had people hanging okay. up on me with these shows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm I'll serious. Take, I, I will take what, what you give I mean, me. Once I, I was doing a reading, years. once I was doing a reading on my TGIF, thank God it's Facebook live Friday. So this woman calls, and I said, well, you know, I'm going to tell you about your relationships. And she had a funny sound to her voice, so that should have been a tip-off for me. I said, the person you're in right now, let's just say out of like 100 people, he would be in the lower 2%. <laughs> Bang, the phone goes down. Mm -hmm. Because I think he was on the line. You know what I mean? And Ooh, so, you know, that uh -huh. probably was not helpful because I don't think it, it went over well after we uh -huh. got off the phone. So anyway, uh -huh. so no, that's not the problem with you. I think you got to figure out how you handle because you might think, you know, maybe you're the person that has problems. When mm -hmm. I think really, yeah. no, I don't think so. I think you... um lacks skills on how to move forward. Okay. Okay. And this could be vocational too a little bit. I have transferred from a from Can a I tell job you? that no, I have. No, no, no. Don't don't muddy the water. 
focus okay, gotcha. on what you know just don't do two things at once it will just you know you'll even have more problems with sleep one thing okay. at a time do you understand okay. I one do. I thing get it. Uh -huh. at a time um that 11 year old sweet thing very sweet he thing. is he is such a blessing he's the pleasure of my life i absolutely love that kid so much he's a, he's a joy for everyone for everybody in the family he's a joy perfect well thank you so much for calling I and i wish so you well much. thank you, you take it easy thank you so much you too thank you so Bye. today has been wonderful we've talked a lot about how to cool down from a crisis if you want to know more about the solutions to today's show, you want to join me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa, Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa 1, or Twitter, Dr. Mona Lisa 2. If you want a private reading, go to www.drmonalisa.com, www.drmonalisa.com for one or two hour reading. And understand that if you can't listen to this whole thing, this pod, it will be a um, podcast on your favorite podcast channel, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. So I want to thank you for welcoming me into your day today. You've been listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Have a great, great week. Stay healthy, stay exuberant, stay fun. Bye. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.